listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome to episode 16 of Grave Discussions. I am your host, none other than Barnabas. And I am your co-host, Samael. Yeah, and if uh, any of you have seen a particular movie called Hereditary over the last weekend, then you'll probably be able to uh, familiarize yourself with that annoying ass sound <laughs> that Sam is making. We're going to touch on things that we noticed during the movie and like things that other people watching the movie were like whispering to each other. Yeah. And, uh, we'll, we'll let you know if it lived up to the hype. Yep. The main uh, segment of this particular episode is going to be our review of probably the most hyped up movie in actually a while. Yeah. Especially of this year. Hereditary. So stay tuned for that. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm pretty excited to talk about this. I've been yeah. kind of waiting to just let it all out. Let yeah. everyone know what I think. So, Like, no matter what your feelings are about the movie, I feel like it's it's easy to, like, talk about it. And yeah. you, like, like to talk talk about it. Even if you fucking, like, hated the movie. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just what's in horror right now, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big thing right now. Yeah. So after this kind of, like, slows down, I bet we're going to get another one or two pretty good horror movies before halloween can come out because it is the summertime so they're mm-hmm. we're about to see some shit in like a week that no one announced was coming out it's like the box and you open a box and you just die like something. yeah there's always one of those that comes around well i mean there, i haven't seen it yet but there was ghost stories that came out um there's yeah, that, that barge people one <laughs> remember that one like that one looked cool oh, barge people look cool yeah i don't i don't know what's happening with it right now but i don't think it's out yet do you remember if it was supposed to come out yet i thought it was like in may or some shit i want to say that it was still like in the festivals which is why it hasn't come out yet uh but i haven't like checked up on it recently so i don't know that should look ridiculous yeah then for real like real like big throwbacks you know yeah so um yeah we're pretty excited about those speaking of upcoming movies and things of that nature we're gonna start you guys off this episode with some horror news and the first one um is man a little disappointing honestly uh because it's about friday the 13th oh man so as someone who plays the friday the 13th game on the 360 and i have since the first day it came out but we weren't the server still sucked on the first day and we didn't get on it up until like the next day at Mm -hmm. like 11 p.m and like lobbies kept lagging out and like the guys kept releasing updates on Twitter, letting us know what was going on. And, like, I made a lot of friends off that game. You know, I met a lot yeah, of cool yeah. people. And, like, it's unfortunate now that, well, you let them know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, basically, um, I actually wasn't, like, completely aware of this. Uh, I hadn't really been kept, uh, keeping up on it. But apparently it's been going on for a while. But if you're, if you're not familiar with the Friday the 13th legal controversy, basically... Friday the 13th is in limbo right now because the writer of the original film who, and when I say original film, I mean Friday the 13th part one with Pamela Voorhees. He was the writer. He had the rights to the film, the script. What was he? Victor? Victor Miller. Yeah, that was him. Yep. Okay. That's the one everyone hates now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he ruined my... He ruined my gaming experience. Like <laughs> I mean, but a lot of people are saying it's not his fault. But let me let me finish up saying you know what exactly happened. So Victor Miller um, sold the rights to Friday the Thirteenth to um, I'm not sure if it was actually to this guy. I believe so to uh, Sean Cunningham, and uh, for like ninety five hundred dollars. Which now when you think about the Friday the Thirteenth series, that's like it's like what you did what I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah. but in like 1981 as uh, you know like an up-and-coming writer or whatever if you have an opportunity to sell something especially if you're not like sure about it it's like ah you know this was like a fucking slasher horror movie like ah, eh. you know it's probably not gonna last right 
you know, I'm, I'm sure that's kind of what people were thinking at that time, especially trying to, like, follow up on, on Halloween and stuff. They didn't know how people, how crazy people are, like, post-2000s. Yeah. Like, people don't understand how far fanboys will go. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say fanboys, cult fans. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> like, because like I'm, I'm a fanboy. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a Friday fanboy and a Michael fanboy, mm-hmm. so, like, I don't know, man. Like, this is, this is all very upsetting. Yeah, so, basically, he sold the rights... Sean Cunningham had him for a while, and then there was this uh, law exposed, um, and the copyright laws are super fucking weird. I don't understand them at all, uh, but uh, that after 35 years, I think you can try to terminate the agreement to like you know this selling of copyright or rights, basically. So that happened. Victor Miller uh, tried to terminate that deal. Sean Cunningham's like, no, you know, obviously I want to keep the rights to it. Um, so they had a disagreement, Sean Cunningham sued Victor Miller, and now they're just in this, like, legal standstill, basically, which means that no Friday the 13th, uh, content can be created, basically, so no future movies. We don't get, we don't get Uber Jason on the game, Mm -hmm. we don't get the Grendel map, Yeah, we don't get new characters, all we're gonna get is, like, dedicated servers and bug fixes. Yeah, so basically all future, like, DLC... Nothing new. Right, was was affected as well. That's their main source of of income, too, the devs, Mm -hmm. like, the devs' main source of income was this content. Yeah. Like, well, you know, because, like, so no future Friday films can be created, so that's right, you know, out upsetting. of the water there. Yeah, because there was supposed but, to be that one later on in the year, wasn't there? Yeah, I believe so. So, but now, Friday 13 is relatively newer game, so, you know, it went on for a while before it got swept up into this, but it's technically Friday 13th, so, you know, it got caught in the net, and now it's fucked too, so until this gets resolved, um, which there's no judge ruling yet, apparently, on on like a decision on the case um yeah until that happens i mean we're not gonna get anything new friday the 13th related which just sucks like big time yeah i'm I'm really upset like yeah it's like all these horror movies that we normally talk about now recently and now they're getting mm. blu-ray releases or like remakes and shit but yeah. but not jason jason's gonna be uh he's gonna yeah. be on the sidelines for a while it's yeah, so upsetting probably for a little bit honestly yeah um but yeah man it sucks you know a lot of people are taking one side or the other in this case actually nobody's like really defending sean cunningham that much because i think like by this point yeah bro you're supposed to have have made enough money off off the time they've given you like okay if you can't promote your products well right or like that's your fault you know how many people Mm. how many people bought the friday game how many people buy the friday yeah (laughs) the re-release blu-rays from like let's say he owned the whatever yeah I mean, look, like, you know, I'll say this, the Friday the 13th remake was okay at best, but honestly, I wouldn't want my name attached to that. So after that, I would have just been like, all right, you want the rights back? Take them. You know, I, I made enough money off this. It's cool. But Sean Cunningham's being greedy as shit. So now people are kind of more, you know, rooting for uh, Victor Miller to come out of this. I mean, it is his work, basically. Yeah, he, wrote, he was a co-writer of the yeah. script. And with that one law, I mean, technically he can legally you know file to terminate I mean, think that about deal it. so if someone like took our intellectual property and they're like no mm-hmm. i want it it's mine i make it makes me money it's like yeah well i wrote it you know and yeah yeah should be making it i gave you you, you got your time i mean your it, yeah, time is up it's a change of mind clause and for this i'm not surprised at all obviously because friday the 13th is so successful but uh yeah i think sean cunningham's kind of a cunt bag and i think that he should just let his grubby mitts go and you know let somebody else take the reins i i agree man so, like i uh, uh i i think it's kind of petty that they're both going through this mm-hmm. but then again like i said i'm kind of taking victor miller's side because he wrote it right. he helped write it it's his yeah it's like his i baby. said imagine if someone like took grave discussions and they're like yo you know this is ours now it makes us a lot of money they had like a youtube series they switched it up you know went all like commercial they replaced us for like you know less good looking (laughs) hosts you know like there's a guy like he's like just he looks like you but he's like really short yeah there's a guy that looks like me but he's like really like obese as shit like can't even fit through the door type shit like they just never show themselves on camera they wear masks yeah They don't wear regular clothes. We'll see them wearing robes because they're just... Mm. It's just a sad mess. When you take the original 
and like the original creators of something and you start and they start fucking with the with the actual idea of it then everything's gonna fuck up like and you're just gonna get into a lot of disputes over something that's not even yours that you just wanted to make money off of so yeah i agree so we'll see what comes out of it uh right now it's just in limbo so if you're a fan of the friday 13th game uh sucks to be you i guess (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome yeah that's okay we still got dead by daylight yeah i'm happy about that Uh, there's yeah there's still always new stuff being uh released by that game plus you can still play friday the 13th yeah yeah i mean yeah no matter what exactly all right we're gonna move on here to um our next news story i'll probably keep this one short um if you're a fan of stranger things like we are you'll be excited by this um also if you're a video game fan particularly of telltale games um you may be familiar with that studio they did the walking dead um they did the, the wolf among us and game of thrones and i think a few other ones batman maybe um the telltale games they're iconic at this point now it's all the like decision-making games like yeah bro oh, this character will remember that or i whatever. beat every single walking dead game yeah. every episode of every game like <laughs> i was a loser with that but i'll probably get it is this going to be like a choose your own adventure game um i don't know i think usually they f- they follow like a pretty linear like storyline except that you know your path can like diverge depending on like the choices that you make um, but for the most part, the actual like story is probably the the same. So I, I, I imagine that that's what it's going to be, especially because the show is so linear. Um, but you know, obviously, like whatever choices you make, like you might end up getting one of the party killed or something or whatever. You know, right. or, like you might get the the cops killed. I don't know, whatever. I hope it's not like a continuation. I hope it's like yeah, just like another world within mm-hmm. that canon. Yeah, like, like something new. Like other people that that found out about it too. Oh know? yeah, that'd be cool. That's kind of what The Walking Dead is. I mean, it covers... It doesn't cover, like, Rick and, and all of them. It covers, like, just this other, Lee, like, survivor group. Yeah. Lee and Clementine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, maybe that that might be what they do. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that the kids are so popular now, and they probably would, like, lend their talent to the game. Uh, so, I wouldn't be surprised if it's those characters. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, either way, it's probably... It's going to be something totally different, so... Do you know when it's coming out? Um the article does not have a release date so it's just in the works i would expect if it's like being worked on now probably next year sometime um or potentially like two years from now yeah i don't know obviously i'm sure they don't want to keep it like locked away for too long because i mean i'm sure the show will still go on for a bit but people's interest in it yeah eventually it's just it's just gonna wean out eventually you know yeah i agree so yeah um just you know keep a lookout on that most likely it'll be featured at like e3 or something um but we're gonna move on to this last bit of actual news here this last article and this one is about the brand new godzilla animated uh movie that's gonna be coming out so i haven't actually seen it but there is a godzilla animated movie from like last year on netflix and it was the netflix original um i believe so it's like correct me if i'm wrong yeah, basically. I mean, you know, like uh, the new Voltron, it's kind of like in that same style. So, it, I mean, I guess you could call it a cartoon, but yeah. I don't know if it's like... Um, it's like a metallic cartoon. Yeah, I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's more like adult or not, um, it, which is possible. I don't know. It's fucking Godzilla. You know, he's just stomping around killing people. Um, but, yeah, if you're a fan of that or just Godzilla in general, I'm probably going to watch it. Um, there's a second movie coming out called Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle, and it's actually... Um, purported to be out on netflix later this week so by oh, the time shit. you're yeah by the time you're hearing this is probably going to be like the weekend so it'll probably be out maybe so keep an eye out because if yeah if you like it then it's going to be out there i might take a look because but animated shit sucks nowadays so we'll see i don't know bro i think there's a lot of really good animated stuff out now actually you know me i don't get my hopes up like you yeah, know, I know, but like, you know but like Big safe. Mouth and Archer and um, Archer's dope. Yeah, like all of those shows. Uh, Rick, Rick and Morty obviously is a big one. Oh, uh, Final Space. Oh yeah, I still have to watch it, but I know you about still, that okay, show. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna watch that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but like all those shows, those are shows are really good. And uh, from what I've heard about the Godzilla animated movie, it's actually pretty solid. So, yeah, I'm probably gonna check it out. Awesome. Yeah. So let's move on now i got a couple trailer announcements for you guys um we're still you know waving by 
to the terrifying trailer segment. This but, trailer seems <laughs> this this uh, the, the title of this movie seems a little which one? Uh, it seems like it's innuendo. The little stranger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are uh, you? What are you doing? It's my little my ghost room? dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, hope I hope that's not. Yeah, I hope that's not what it is. Anyway, oh, man. Um, I guess since you brought it up, we'll talk about that trailer and leave the best for last. That sounds good to me. Um, so we'll keep this short and sweet. Uh, just so you guys can kind of check them out. There's some new trailers. The first one is called The Little Stranger. And um, it's by the director of the film Room with... Uh, fuck, I forget her name. I think it's Brie Larson. Yeah, it was like critically acclaimed. It came out a few years ago. It wasn't horror, but it was like a drama thriller. Um, Those are really good, usually. Yeah, and uh, those are one like the only good genres like still releasing great, great films. Like yeah, I agree. Dramas and thrillers, like mm-hmm. and especially when you mix them together, like Prisoners. You remember Prisoners? That movie was dope. Did I don't you ever see so. uh, what is it with Holly Berry? Like she was oh, trying oh, to stop oh. that killer. Oh my God! Oh, one miss, not one, one miss call. No. I forgot what it was, but it was so good. And then it wasn't the, Gothica, was it? No, 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 no. It was recent. The Cell, was that it? I think it was Cell, or maybe like the one where she's like a phone. Exactly. Thing. Yeah, okay, I, I forget what, what it's called. Do you remember? Uh, I just blinked out. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. We're, we we should just talk about this one real quick. But it, it is by that director, um, based on on a novel I, I believe by the same name by Sarah Waters, and essentially the film kind of appears to be like a classic ghost story it's got a Domhnall Gleeson uh which I'm familiar with him but I I can't like I'm better with recall off the top of my head if you show me a photo of him I might know who he is Um, but he's been pretty popular as of late it's also got uh, Ruth Wilson um from the Affair television show and she's also been in a bunch of movies um they star in this film about a country doctor who um, gets hired or sees a patient um, at this like huge place where his mother once worked as a um, handmaid or a housemaid and he starts you know taking care of her and like the family and everything and basically there's a paranormal presence like you know it, on the grounds so um, and it's set like way back so it kind of you know it looks like your typical kind of like cool gothic ghost story so I like those yeah me too um, so be on the lookout for that one. It is actually scheduled to come out um, in theaters August 31st of this year. Oh, shit. So it's soon. It's coming up. Yeah. Two, it's only two more months. Mm-hmm. So. For we know that winter is going to be back again. Yeah. Oh, I know. Fucking A. I know. I hate it. So the next uh, trailer we just want to tell you guys about is called The Ninth Passenger, coming out on DVD, digital, and on demand probably also on blu-ray i don't know why you wouldn't release it on blu-ray but um august 21st is the date for that release oh shit so it's like a straight to straight to streaming and straight to <laughs> straight yeah. to sales basically. yeah <laughs> yeah it was probably out in some festivals or something Just, sometimes they do that that's pretty cool like i like non non-cinema movies yeah right <laughs> those are i mean those are dope they have they've had plenty of like straight d- to dvd releases oh, like, yeah that were really I, good like they had even like you know like series like like movie series like mm-hmm. the eight films to die for they were all part of like yeah, that yeah. just one set like you'd have to find the eight movies separately they wouldn't sell them together so yeah you, exactly. you go to walmart they have two out of the eight movies so you grab them then you go to the walmart three mm-hmm. three miles down the block like and then like fye's got like four of them and you're like, right oh, shit. <laughs> and then like you just get them all within two weeks yeah. and you're like you watch them all and you're like wow yeah like grave dancers and unrest oh yeah so good i also watched um i think it was called border or something like that penny dreadful have you watched that yeah, Penny Dreadful is oh great. Yeah, I like that one a lot. So yeah, those are those are really cool. But basically, the um, the film, the Ninth Passenger, is about eight students who set out on a sea voyage abo- aboard this yacht, Ooh. and um, their boat basically breaks down, and um, then they're apparently hunted one by one by a mysterious passenger. And then it says, "But is it a passenger?" So that the actual <laughs> DVD cover looks like some fucking Cthulhu giant squid type shit or something I don't really know. yeah like some kraken or something oh man that's like coming out for the water so i don't know what it interesting, is interesting though yeah oh dude from the fucking executive producer of it it, it follows, follows yeah such such mm-hmm. a great movie i know we covered it already but yeah i had to reiterate because okay now i'm, I'm yeah when you're does like this excited come right you said august, august 21st yep. yeah we're, we're buying this we're watching i want to buy it yeah so i i've not checked out the trailer yet but 
if you're interested as we are definitely do yourself a favor and check it out we should watch this after <laughs> yeah I, I i want to for sure so and the last one is going to be about i've been waiting for this the nun september 7th yes Jeez, oh pete hitting theater september 7th <laughs> you know why they're doing that why? you know why it's september why? You know what's coming out in October? Halloween. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to come near as many. No. I'm going to call it right now. Nothing is going to make as much this year in horror as Halloween is going to make. All right. All right. Because Michael is the king. He is. He is. But, I mean, The Conjuring's still on kind of a wave. It, it could. It is, but it I could think beat it. you know how many diehard Myers fans there are. Yeah. Everyone in America. All right. We'll, we'll make a bet. I don't know for what, but we'll make a bet. I'll bet that uh, The Nun will do better. Oh, by like the end of the year. By the end of the year. Yeah, or like, or maybe a month. I, I think the know. Michael movie is gonna do a lot better. Or like maybe a month after the movie's out or something. I don't know. I don't know. I think Michael is gonna break records the first week. Yeah. First, not even first. First, I give him the first three days. I'm gonna say they're gonna make at least. Let's see. What do you think is a smart figure? What would you say? And I'll Halloween. Halloween. By when? Three days. Three days? So what, like the the start of Monday? Like the typical like box office weekend? So from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, yeah. and Sunday? Okay. So like as of the morning of that Monday, which one will make more money? Like, no, which one? Like how much do you think Halloween Oh, is how much? Make? I'm sorry. Um, oh, I would say... You think it's going to hit the 30 mark? 30 million? Yeah. Oh, Definitely. Think I was gonna hit sixty. I was thinking maybe like 90? 55, 60 million, maybe seventy. I was initially I was but thinking I like know. sixty. Yeah, and then I was like, no, wait, that's that's not a lot. And well, it, I mean, it is a I lot. Mean, it's for a like lot. An yeah, opening yeah, weekend for like know? an open, I'm gonna call yeah. it right now. Let's let's say they're gonna make. <laughs> yeah, let's give it like an exact number. Fifty-five mil. Fifty-five million. I'm gonna play it safe. Okay. Well, we're not really betting on this one, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I would opening say weekend like that's that or like sixty. Yeah, that's my estimate around there. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then we'll see what the conjuring is going to make before or that. the nun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> you know what I meant, yeah. Everyone else did, too. Yeah. So, okay, we'll, we'll see about that. Let us know your thoughts on that, because I'm definitely interested. Oh, but, yeah. Um, basically, the, so the nun trailer came out today. We were really excited about this yeah, one. Yeah, that looked fucking sick. It's yeah. fucking... What, what time was that? I don't know. Like, Oh, like fucking Renaissance? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> crusade I have no time? Idea. Like, I don't know where yeah, people were getting like killed the, for Jesus. Probably like then? the late... Ni- you know 20th or not 20th like, oh, the, like, shit, like the late like 19th century or maybe early 20th century or yeah, something like that like, it, it, they were like old, it was some they, Dracula times yeah you could tell like they were like <laughs> they were they were old but like they were civilized you know they weren't crapping in caves and shit like yeah. you know like so yeah. we, we knew we, we moved along the timeline of life very yeah. well and then that was at a good point where uh, there was like still religious dogma around the world and like yeah. everyone was sort of forced into it because I mean you couldn't really be a heretic, otherwise the church would cut your head off. Yeah. And yeah, basically. So such a great time. Right. So then the nun is set at like an undetermined time, but you know, it's like olden days. Well the, the actual synopsis says when a young nun at a cloistered abbey in Romania takes her own life, a priest okay, so a that's priest with a haunted past and a novitiate on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate. So that's basically what happens so that makes sense so i think he's gonna you think that guy that they mentioned is gonna like the priest with the horde pass so he's gonna probably be the protagonist with like mm-hmm. the inner struggle and all that shit so yeah but i, I believe it's i think the, he's gonna fail i think this is gonna be an a can i call it uh no hope movie you think yep maybe i mean we obviously we see that valak um well, you can never kill a demon like lives so. on yeah um and like comes back or whatever at least so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the priest survives, or maybe the novitiate arrives, the girl. But I think it's her that we see in the trailer getting, like, attacked. How much basically. you want to bet one of these people is going to be related to, to... To... The Warrens? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Oh. I think this is where it's going to start off. Okay. Well, the Warrens or, like, the actual family from The Conjuring 2. I forget their names. But I think it might... I think it's huh. going to... So Valak controls Annabelle, who's like a cult member, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. I don't know. It's probably gonna follow Elizabeth Warren. It's like her, her like. Pre- yeah, it like does. Her. It does like haunt her. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but check out the trailer for that. It's a hereditary thing, you know. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. I see. I see. Uh, the movie's gonna be coming out September seventh. You can go check out the trailer right now. You go check out the trailer. I did. <laughs> 
Good job. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So that's our news for the day. Let us know what you're excited about, what you think about the news that we gave. And we're going to move on now to the cult corner. And this week's cult corner is going to be about a pretty lesser known film. I feel like, I don't know. You had to tell me about this one. I, I had no idea, but it's called nine, seven, six evil. Oh my God. You know, um, when I was maybe nine, 10, 11 years old, and I used to go to that video store right before the last street by the CVS. You yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. So back in the day, I used to like walk by and I used to see these films, 976 Evil and 976 Evil Part 2. The guy that played Evil Ed was on the cover of 976 Evil and he had this demonic face. And I always thought it looked interesting and I never got a chance to watch it. So here comes middle school. Middle school comes out. <clears throat> I'm a little bit older. I find 976 Evil on Fearnet. I watched it and it freaked me the fuck out, bro. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the light. It's not, it's not the lighting. It's just the atmosphere of, like, the movie. Like, that. that's one of those atmospheric yeah. movies. Like, it yeah, doesn't... It was, it was pretty, like... Uh, I mean, it was pretty dark, but it was just had this, like, creepy mood to it. I don't know how, how else to explain it. It really did. It was, like, a lingering, like, evil in mm, every yeah. frame. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, as, as soon as... uh, What's his name? Spike? Was it Spike mm, who yeah. picked it up and called it? Well, we knew something was up when a random person got killed right at the beginning. Yeah. But as soon as Spike started, like... He called the number 976 evil, like, and mm. shit started unfolding. Yeah, that was the older guy, but then it was, uh, it was hoax yeah. portrayed by Stephen Jeffries, who played Evil Ed, who, like, really got into it, and then fucking Satan, like, possessed him. <laughs> I remember, it was, like, the same character as Evil Ed, basically, once he became possessed, like, he, he was, like, the, yeah. the weird kid, you know, like, he was treated differently by his mom, his cousin, like, by people at school, you know, and, like... I don't know, there was themes about, like, neglect in this film and, like, oh, yeah. how people with mental issues get treated. Like, they're, like, they're monsters. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, his cousin Spike was, like, this, like, you know, motorcycle driving, like, you know, leather jacket wearing. Long blonde hair. Yeah, like, exactly. That, that, that was, like, I don't know if it was blonde. I think he had brown hair. I'm Maybe, not like, sure. black even. I don't know. Like, but he, anyway. but, like he was, like, the stereotypical, like, like post-greaser. Yeah, yeah. Post-greaser. It was like the like the metal heads of like the 80s. Fucking neo-greaser. Like the <laughs> tight, tight leather pants. Yeah, motorcycles, exactly. You know. Yeah, so he was like the, the cool works. guy. You know, he got all the girls and shit. And uh, his cousin Hoax was uh, basically like the fucking nerd. You know, like he couldn't get yeah, the he girl. Like, he was really awkward. Like He was he, getting he his was ass weird. whooped. Like he only didn't yeah. get his ass whooped because like Spike is his cousin, you know. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise he was like completely miserable. So... Once they encounter this, like, random call line for, you know, 976 Evil, and then you just, like, hear all this weird shit. Um, and, you know, obviously it has an influence on the caller. Like, it tries to basically possess them. And so Hoax, being as vulnerable as he is, he's like, oh, fuck yeah. And he starts getting revenge on all the people who, like, fucked with him, you know? Oh, man, where he when he tore those kids up in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That bathroom, I don't know what it is about that bathroom. But like that bath, like something <laughs> eerie about it. I think it's because it was so old and run down, and like yeah, it wasn't a real urban setting. It was like more of like a yeah. just a crap, like you know. Because I was just thinking like of the, a poor setting. I was just thinking of that like public bathroom area from like Candyman. Like that shit was the stuff of nightmares. You know? Yeah, that was that was weird as <laughs> I was fuck. Like damn, like how, this how one does was this just compare? this one was like implicitly like something was weird. Like mm -hmm. and it wasn't even about the bathroom, like the feeling they wanted you like. But I don't know, like watch it like peep, yeah. peep the bathroom bathroom vibe it was just i don't know man like i just i also remember pretty well that um the fact that it's run down you know like, i think that's what yeah. really contributes to like the eeriness of it mm -hmm. no i agree yeah those are always like the fucking worst <laughs> i hate even going into those bathrooms and, i'm just like i'll hold it and that along with the score of the movie was yeah the was score like was the great. bread and butter yeah I, I enjoyed the score a lot so, um, I mean, the movie came out in 1988, and it was actually directed by Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger himself. Yep. So, you already know that it's going to be really good, because he basically portrays one of the most popular horror icons of all time, so he has to know how to make a good fucking horror movie, you know? Freddy's back from the dead, and he's yeah. directing cinema. Yeah, exactly. So, I thought it was really great. Um, it even... Uh, actually, I'm not sure if it was a box office success. It grossed about $3 million, close to. Um, but I have no idea what the budget is. I, I just, like, looked everywhere and I couldn't find it. So it was probably less than that, honestly. Yeah. So it was a success. 
Um, so I think that lends to its like cult status, but also it's got people like us who are like actually fans of it. And I think anything with uh, Stephen Jeffries, and he wasn't in a lot of stuff, but anything with him is just cult. Honestly, he's like one of the best. Uh, is he still around? Yeah, I, I think he is, but he's not. I don't think he's really doing movies anymore. I'm not sure. That's sad. I know. I mean, he's never. It's never going to be the same. Like him as a kid, like in those roles, like Evil Evil Ed and uh, Hoax. It's it's just never going to be the same. Yeah, you know? it's not. He was like the main reason I watched the movie, honestly, because he was yeah. the only one. I was like, yo, he's from Fright Night. He just has that crazy personality and like voice, and he's like jittery. He's like, you're so you're so cool brewster like yeah he's just that one he's like that one kid in town that just knows everything about weird shit like about vampires and witches like you don't really want to talk to him but you know if you get into some like occult shit then he's your guy yeah he seems like one of those guys like me (laughs) yeah yeah exactly except i'm not you know (laughs) sometimes it depends yeah it depends on it depends on your mood just give me a lot of sugar and you son of a bitch (laughs) no but uh yeah so that's that's what I think about that. So I think it's it's super cult, and I enjoy it a lot. If you like, you know, all these like, basically like Night of the Demons. I would say if you like Night of the Demons, you'll probably like this it's movie. It's super super eighties vibe, man. Yeah, that's exactly. why I liked it. Like I, I wasn't alive back then, but like the nostalgia of it. Like I don't know, just when you hear hit songs from yeah. that era, it like, just, it just transports reflects, you back. Yeah, you just kind of get the whole eighties and just that mm-hmm. one movie. Like you got the. I don't know, everyone's just like a metalhead. They're chilling. They're doing witchcraft yeah. <laughs> and summoning demons. You know, typical 1980s stuff. So Yeah, everybody did that in the 80s. <laughs> like the way they talk to, you know, it's not like yeah. when you watch modern movies. What the fuck, fuck boy? Like, you know, like it wasn't like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of movies you're watching, bro. There's horror <laughs> movies where they talk shit like that. I know, like, like all those fucking party movies. He's a fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Here's something else. This is not one of those. This is a fucking great piece of art. Yeah, definitely check out 976 Evil uh, if you have not. There is a sequel as well, which I actually haven't seen. It's on Amazon. Uh, what's it called? Oh, Prime. Oh, yeah, it is on Amazon Prime. I gotta so watch it. I'm it I'm on, I gotta watch that later tonight if you don't. I, I, I am so down. But I know that Patrick O'Brien, who played Spike in the first movie, is back. Um, and if you, knew, if you knew what happened to Stephen Jeffrey's character, you know why he is not back. Um, but yeah, go check that out too if you haven't. And let us know your thoughts on... 976 evil you like it if you're if you're unfamiliar with mm-hmm. it if you like anything else from the 1980s that's supernatural i think this yeah. was more on the side of extreme supernatural because there mm-hmm. was supernatural shit like where stuff goes bump and people go flying on strings and then there's like the more demonic side like this demons mm-hmm. night of the demons evil dead like this yeah. this is in that realm of like crazy like, demon shit yeah <laughs> like like real life like person becoming a demon yeah. tearing shit up so you'll like it it's like it's one of those Friday night movies, mm-hmm. you know. It's 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 six p.m. You just got finished with your homework. Yeah, you know, you're a kid. You're just like, yo, fuck this. You put some popcorn in the fucking microwave. Hopefully, you know that's where uh-huh, you put so. popcorn. <laughs> you don't put it under your house. So you put popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you put the popcorn in the microwave. You sit. Oh you sit down and you watch nine seven six evil, and then you gotta watch three episodes of SpongeBob so you don't have nightmares Bro. before you go to sleep. Did you put popcorn under your house? So, like, in <laughs> <laughs> the second one we still gotta watch, so... Uh, I think that was an omission of guilt, folks. I hope they, like, release a new one, because, like, a yeah, lot of these too. cult movies are getting... Hopefully, hey, you wanna call it, it's gonna get a Blu-ray release, if it didn't already? Like, because we're always on the, top of the that. The first movie? It, if you didn't it's know... Possible. To our viewers, if you didn't notice, every time we mention a movie on here... Yeah. Like it's like it gets released on Blu-ray or Maybe or no. like or like on Shutter or like a streaming yeah. service of some kind. Like you every know? time we mention it, <laughs> so real, yeah. we're calling it, man. We are the soul. We are the soul <laughs> of this genre. Okay, from nineteen fucking twenty monster movies to Psycho, which took all the monster movies and brought them to like the real world and not some gothic, you know, fantasy land from yeah. like thir- <laughs> to year twelve hundred. Oh, oh shit. shit! You know, so like. So if you're like a real fan of horror, I mean, like, you'll 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 appreciate this shit. Is that's that's my main point. Like, yeah, I agree. This is one of like the, I would say like this is one of the higher end cult movies because some cult movies are shit, you know. Yeah, so I agree. I wonder what what movie we're gonna talk about next, and then it's just gonna appear on Blu-ray magically. Yeah, because um, we're good at calling that shit. <laughs> I I definitely agree. We'll so we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. It might already be out. I'm not sure, but. Um, I'll have to take a look. So, check that one out if you haven't yet. And we're going to move on now to a movie that I believe a lot of people have seen already. And if you hadn't, you probably should. 
And uh, you probably shouldn't listen to this uh, review either because most likely we're going to give spoilers. I think that's the only real like fair way to approach this review. Yeah. But we're going to be talking about none other than Hereditary. All right. So you probably know all about it. It's been talked about for months now. Actually, probably even longer than that. But the new A24 release, Hereditary, has been taking the horror world by storm. And uh, Sam, I L. I want to know your first like initial thoughts on hereditary like as you left the theater as i left the theater i was like very very emotion invoking movie like i almost cried like three times you know oh, <laughs> like shit, for real? yeah but it was really emotion invoking yeah. like but it was not even close to being as scary as people said it was like, oh no way like when they were like mm-hmm. uh, oh we took people's heart rates and Oh yeah, fuck that shit. It was it wasn't more like horror than it was like shock value. Like yeah, like when uh when she hit the fucking pole <laughs> and her fucking oh yeah, she just bounced off that shit. See, like my hands were on my mouth, but I was like, oh my god, that's so horrible. It's not like right, yeah. Oh my god, that's so terrifying. It was more sad. Like, yeah, but it was anything. like really traumatic. Yeah, traumatic shit. Like mm-hmm. the main themes of this whole thing is just schizophrenia and like family neglect yeah i would say it's more family related obviously than like specifically schizophrenia because honestly basically spoiler alert by the end of the film you you kind of realize that everything was actually pretty real and she wasn't going crazy i mean she definitely had like a mental break but anyway before we discuss all of that like in detail if you're not familiar with the movie that much turn this shit off well we don't want to ruin (laughs) it go see it and then come back because we're going to be giving spoilers but basically the, the film is about um, a family, there's a, a mom and a dad, and then a, a teenage son, and um, a younger daughter, probably like, you know, 11 or 12 or something, and the matriarch of that family, the grandma, actually pa- passed away, like, before the uh, events of the film um, started, and it was kind of like a, a quiet funeral, but apparently she was very secretive, um, you know, she didn't really talk a lot to the family like in general she didn't really she wasn't really there for like a lot of them except for the younger daughter um she wouldn't even let her mom really like touch the younger daughter um that much so she passes away and then all kinds of just weird shit start happening and it mostly is affecting the little girl charlie and she ends up actually dying in like the first i don't know third or something of the film it was fucking crazy and that just makes everything spiral down like i i thought maybe he was gonna man he he swerved to avoid a deer mm-hmm. he was going 90 because she was having her like uh she was having a freak out because she needed her EpiPen because she has diabetes and she, her brother like let her eat chocolate at the party I, I, yeah no i or, or was it that or was it like a nut allergy i think it was like a nut allergy or something wasn't it that's why she needed an EpiPen. I thought she 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 was diabetic or no, something. No, I think she had like a severe like nut allergy. Damn, me, me I, mean, I think the chocolate had nut yeah. shrizzle. And, the, and the EpiPen like works against that. And like her fucking throat closed up, so he was yeah. driving ninety, and he swerved to avoid like a buck on the road, mm-hmm. and her head just fucking crack. Oh my yeah. god, bro, that 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 shot it, right it, from the back, like it hit this fucking pole, and it literally just snapped back like hard as fuck. And she was just actually Yo, it literally took her head off. She was decapitated. You know what's crazy? You know what I never un- hold on. Okay, I didn't think about this till now. So she got decapitated, right? Yeah. So when her brother got home, did he just throw the head on the floor because it was outside the? No, 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 no bro. It was it was at the pole. Like he just left it there. He literally oh, left shit, it there. He? Yeah. He was he was sitting in the car like, what the fuck just happened? What did I just do? Remember so that remember long ass oh, yeah, shot he- for like five minutes? Yeah, yeah. And then you could see her head. In, like, the daylight the next morning, <gasps> covered with all those fucking worms <gasps> and shit, you know? Her mom screaming, I want to die. Yeah. When her, that, that was all fucked yeah. up. So, basically, he just pulled up. Emotion invoking, <laughs> definitely. With, with not the, scary. Oh, definitely. With with the headless body still in the car, and he just fucking walked inside and went to sleep. Shock value 10 out of 10. I didn't expect yeah. her head to get knocked off. Listen, I'll say this about the movie. It was supremely disturbing. It was it was unsettling yeah like that it was it was weird as fuck i'm not gonna it wasn't like it a was. normal horror movie like yeah the 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 when uh peter when peter was having like the or was it uh what's her name was it his mom that was having like the the dream yeah about annie 
about soaking him in kerosene again. And oh yeah, she sleepwalked like, or something. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, yeah, this family was fucked up, and it, it was all apparently due to the grandma. She had all these secrets. Um, you know, we get hints like here and there. There's this like there's this sigil. Um, so you can tell that she was probably involved in something that you know she shouldn't have been involved in, but caused her to gain success and everything. And uh, well, basically, at the end of the film, it's revealed that she was like the queen of this satanic cult or this demonic cult, and they raised this uh, demon. What was his name again? Paimon. Paimon. Yeah, they they summoned this demon. It actually took the form or possessed potentially. So like when the grandma died, like it was in her, but once she died, the little girl inherited. Right. You know the. Paimon, I guess. Yeah, because the the queen actually had all the success and riches due to that, but I believe it was like, you know, she promised to host the demon or something, and then it would pass on. That's why it's hereditary, you know, like it passes on throughout the family. And uh, even though there was a book that said that it preferred men or boys, it actually ended up possessing Charlie, and we kind of discovered that. Um, or uh, being Charlie, really, and then she dies, and it just keeps passing on. Yeah, it went so to, it's like crazy. Where where did it go after? Uh, it, it went to it went to the kid, I think, to Charlie. And it did because no, it went to her the mom first. Yeah, but then how did she get rid of it? I forget. She cut her throat, and then Charlie jumped out a window. Right, right, right. You're right. Yeah, she cut her own fucking. Oh my. Yes. Okay, so. There was one scene in particular that I don't know. I'm pretty sure it scared the shit out of both of us. Yeah, I agree. So Charlie's sleeping in his room, and I didn't notice anything. Barnabas is like, yo, what's that in the background? Yo, yeah. this fucking lady was in the in the corner of the ceiling behind yeah. him watching him sleep. <laughs> he woke up. You know, she was gone. He yeah. walks into the living room. He sees his dad got set on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's like this figure like in the doorway in the back, but then it pe- it, go- it tilts up, and you can see the mom again, just like on the fucking ceiling. Dude, when she just, crawled through the fucking air. Yeah, that was that? crazy. Like yeah. she crawled through the air, bro. Like, <laughs> that was crazy. But then, like when uh, he sees the figure, and then his mom disappears from behind him, mm-hmm. and then she's in the corner of the room, starts chasing yeah. him. Yeah. So Charlie ends up in this fucking attic, and he closes the door, and like his mom's on the ceiling, just banging her fucking or head. Peter gets locked up in the attic. Yeah, but I, yeah. Did I say Peter? Or? I think you said Charlie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, why I said the, Charlie. The, the boy. Yeah, you know. Peter gets yeah. locked in the attic and like, <laughs> she gets on the door upside down, starts banging her head on it. Yeah, that was crazy. Charlie turns around, he sees like three naked figures just smiling at him. Yeah. And then his mom's cutting her own head off. And Mem- members of the cult. Yeah, and he yeah, just fucking... Des- describe how the mom was. Bro, I... Do you do you remember? She just I couldn't really see her face. Yeah, she but she was she was she hung. This, yeah, and she was cutting her own fucking head off slowly with like a wire or something. Like she was and just like sawing. Charlie and like not Charlie, Jesus Christ. Peter. Peter <laughs> Peter was like four, he just watched it and then like Yeah. I guess he saw those naked people and he's like, "I'm out." Yeah, he, he just dived himself. through the window. And then uh <laughs> we see Paimon aka Charlie, right? Yeah. We see her yeah. spirit enter into Peter. And we know it's her because, like, after it enters, you hear. Yeah, that's what she did. That was click. her thing. Yeah. And um, so. I, I mean, it had a, like one of the funny parts though, like the guy who played the son. What was uh, what was the son's? Uh, Alex Alex Wolf is the actor, but the yeah, Alex Wolf Peter, is yeah. Peter. So when like <laughs> when his parents were like arguing and like Peter turns to his dad, he's like. <laughs> he like grabs him like he, he hugged yeah. his head. He was like, he's like, <laughs> like that like really terrible like cry. Oh my god! Like that I didn't get my candy from the candy store. Right, yeah. mom's a cheapskate. Fucking oh man, oh man. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. So that was one thing I didn't like about it. Sometimes I I listen. I thought that the acting was phenomenal. Tony Collette was amazing okay the yeah, mom most people she like, was great you would like if you saw that role played by anyone else it would look like like super over dramatic yeah you know? like she, not realistic but like you could it, she looked like she was legit losing her fucking shit yeah like, she she's just so good at playing like that person who just gets fucked up like their mind breaks and shit you know i don't know that's <laughs> that's what i think she's a really good actress the acting was great but sometimes 
like in that crying example that you gave it was a little over the top so it kind of took me out of it <laughs> and they were almost like too sad all the time i was like damn yeah that was a really depressing like, is, movie. are these real people <laughs> you know but obviously they were affected by this fucking terrible thing so yeah like she the whatchamacallit um annie lost her mom and then she lost her daughter mm-hmm. and I think it was, uh, it was just overbearing and like on, yeah. on top of having these emotional issues like family issues and you know yeah. existential issues <laughs> like L- she's just she she goes to this counseling group right mm-hmm. and uh, she meets a lady over there and we didn't find out till later th- that lady seemed like she was trying to help Annie so she mm-hmm. can contact the dead but once she started contacting the dead. It's like when all this shit started like really like yeah. setting off and like we find out later that this lady was uh annie's mom's friend and like mm-hmm. she was a part of this like cult i guess yeah. this demonic cult or this coven mm-hmm. and like she just she was like setting uh, annie up at every stop pretending to be empathetic because she had lost her son and her husband yeah she wanted her to break so that she can kill herself so that you know paimon will have this new host that they can worship that was that was basically the whole the whole thing but you know so that was kind of cool i i predicted that she was going to have something to do with that um so it, it wasn't like something wholly like unique or anything uh you know obviously she had some kind of a significant part even if it was hidden you know um but so you know there were a lot of hints and there were like some cool little subtle like supernatural elements here and there but honestly not really a lot happened in like the like, first two thirds of the movie, like you get the weird guy smiling at Charlie at the beginning, but he's yeah. a cult member. Yeah, and then you get like uh, when Peter was looking at his reflection and he like slammed his face off the desk. Like it was a really disturbing movie and yeah, really yeah. unsettling and weird throughout. But like it really built up slowly up until you know the climax and then the yeah, like the last twenty the last minutes resolution. Basically. Like it doesn't get intense, but like the whole time you're just like fuck, fuck, fuck. What's gonna happen? What's yeah. gonna happen? And like. Usually it's like little things like sleepwalking and dreams and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there was just, for me, there was no like consistent payoff. It was just like two thirds of a two hour long movie that was basically just all build up. And honestly, it was mostly like family drama, which it was good and it was definitely disturbing. I mean, the, the whole vibe of the film was excellent and it was a technically put together, you know, uh, incredible film. Yeah, and like like the cinematography, the acting, the score, all of that was perfect. Everything was phenomenal, but yeah, it just n- not enough was happening for me personally within like that two thirds, um, first two thirds of the film to really like make that much of an impact. And then it becomes this like completely different movie in like the last twenty minutes. Like it's intense as fuck, super disturbing. You know, it has all that, like, shock value, like, oh, shit, what's that in the back? Like, do you see that? Like, all that kind of stuff, and, you know, people crawling on ceilings and shit like that. And it just felt, like, completely different, which, um, you know, it, it was just weird to me. It was, like, this displacement. Like, I yeah. didn't And the movie like really it. doesn't remind me of any other movie. Oh, it, That's yeah, what it's, I like. it's, it's fairly like, original, yeah, for sure. I mean, now there might be a lot of imitators, because, like, we kind of got tired of jump scares, so I think they're yeah. gonna they're going to bring, like... A lot of buildup and suspense, mm-hmm. at- atmospheric conditions into the equation. You know, like you can't just have like like these modern movies, like <laughs> and then something jumps up. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it doesn't work. Like yeah. there has I mean, there has to be a switch up, and I think this is this might be the catalyst. I mean, I think we've definitely been seeing more and more of those movies, especially. I mean, I, I watch a lot more like independent horror than you do. Yeah. Um. And so I, I have been seeing it, but I mean, this one I feel like is going to expose it to like the most amount of people that a film like this has most likely just because of all the attention that it's getting and you know big props to a24 i mean they did a a hell of a job marketing this film um it got i think uh, almost 18 million gross at the box office over you know opening weekend which is crazy a 91 percent approval rating on rotten tomatoes yeah that's almost unheard of for a horror movie no yeah i agree man i mean listen i think that it's a good movie yes i just think that first of all it's not as scary as everybody's saying it is it, it's definitely disturbing it and is disturbing but for, yeah it was just it was like weird panic inducing but i mean it not to that level i don't think. I, don't, I don't think it was panic inducing like yeah you know, not to you, me you really. know i actually have problems with my heart rate and my heart yeah. rate was like didn't really go up that much so i was yeah. 
I was I was really shocked. Honestly, know? I was just more like intrigued than disturbed. I was like, damn, what's going like, to happen to this family? It wasn't you know? like something that's going to like it that's going to like sit like hit you immediately and you're like just scared biting on your nails like right. it's the shit you're going to have nightmares about, you know? <laughs> right. Like it's it doesn't it, or, or like that shit that you're going to like see your family about and be like, damn, like what if, you know? Yeah, like the si- side paranoia. effects side effects don't hit you right away, you yeah. know? You have to let it settle a little bit and we went Saturday, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. And uh, honestly, my f- final thought, at least, like, like, wh- wh- what's your rating on it? I my my, to my rating? Yeah. Um, I, I think that... Let's use, from now on, let's use a, let's use a consistent rating system. Percentage-wise, out of 100, what would you grade this? Oh, percentage-wise? I was going to say, I, I, I like to rate it out of, like, five stars, because that's what, like, Letterboxd and stuff uses. So, I actually gave the film three out of five stars, which are three... Three and a half out of five. I'm sorry. So I guess in like per- percentage, that would be um, per- like 70 percent or seventy five. Because I was gonna say like yeah, I was gonna say around like like seventy five to eighty percent somewhere. Around yeah, there. I would say that's more fair. You know, I was I would say that's fair. Like that'll be that'll be like the range for me. Up, I would say upper seventies though. Honestly, yeah, like seven, seven, somewhere like seventy eight. Yeah. No, I can agree with that. Suspense. Uh, suspense. It's like. It's like ninety five percent suspenseful. The yeah. score one hundred percent. I love the score. I love the, the cinematography too. The I mean, cinematography, like even though some of those lingering shots definitely they did kinda feel did, too long. They kinda made yeah, I was gonna say they kinda made the, the, the movie feel like it was being dragged on. Okay. Like I think yeah. those consistent shots, like those yeah. like where there's no switch of like the camera. Like we just see like that one like, I like those. consistent shot. I like those too, like 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 the very first shot of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. those are good. But like yeah. that one was first person, but you know what I'm saying like these long no, these longer yeah. shots like, but they did a lot of them in this movie. Right? Yeah, they were. I mean, they were static shots too, so it definitely made it a little. It made it feel a little bit longer. But I did really like the one with uh, Peter. It did not make it any less suspenseful though. Oh no, no, like, that's why they're there. <laughs> it was it was super perfect. Like mm-hmm. the the I don't know. Like they they just had a nice combination of like every kind of shot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I so I really enjoyed it for that fact, but the pacing, unfortunately for me, did feel a little clunky. It should have yeah, been a it felt, little quicker. It felt, it felt forced too. Yeah, it did a little bit. Or or if there were just more consistent, like actual, I don't know, scares or real like supernatural stuff going on or something like that, you know, sp- like spread out more tw- throughout that like first two thirds, it wouldn't feel like an entirely different movie. Because honestly, I liked the last twenty minutes. A lot of people really loved like the first hour and a half, um, which I get that completely. But you know, for me, I I wished that more of the film felt like the last twenty minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my thought. Yeah. I was gonna say like the, those twenty minutes though, out of this year, out of horror cinema, it's like some of the most exciting twenty minutes. Oh, I agree. It just completely. like I think the build up is uh, it's worth it, but barely. You know, like right. Yeah, exactly. Like you kind of know there's something demonic going on when you saw the sigil, like because mm-hmm. if you're familiar with any type of demonology, which I mean you're a fan of these kind of movies, so you should be, you know that a sigil is never something, you know, good. Right. I mean, you got like the the, the good ones, but like no in horror movies, when do you yeah. see you use this for protection? Like no. Nah. Right, like super you, you suspect that something like weird's going on. Yeah, especially with yeah. all these like cryptic books laying around that are like four hundred years mm-hmm. old. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I'll just have those in my house. Right, <laughs> no big deal. So, uh, I think we're pretty much gonna wrap it up here. But yeah, um, that that's what I would rate it. I would say like seventy nine, eighty percent out of a hundred. Um, and it was definitely, it was a good film. Don't get me wrong. It just felt a little too unevenly paced. The the first like two acts and the third act were just in, so entirely different for the most part, and just, yeah, some of some of it was just a little a little too much, a little ridiculous. But overall, go check it out. I, I do recommend it. I, I I would say that's probably you know equal with you. Yes, um, I recommend it, but I'm probably not gonna watch it until a couple months after its blu-ray yeah. release just just brief it's pretty long honestly just, yeah take the things that we set into consideration and you know obviously form your own opinion but i feel like a lot of people are writing its dick and yeah i think it's <laughs> it, listen i'm gonna, I'm gonna leave great, off with this it's not like bro stop acting like this is like the titanic of like yeah. fucking horror like, well well listen a lot of it people is are saying as shit, a lot of people are saying i'm gonna leave off with these last two points Tons of people are saying that it's this generation's Exorcist. No, 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 definitely. Not. I don't even think it's this generation's Silence of the Lambs. 
It's not even this generation's not. fucking stay alive. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no, it, it yeah, might be. Maybe, but it's it's kind of like uh, I don't know. It feels like there's a different type of like paranormal horror at yeah. the forefront now. It doesn't feel like the the Conjuring type or Insidious mm-hmm. or Paranormal Activity. This this is like a completely different branch. I like, feel I feel this like isn't over. It's, this isn't so much over exaggerated as like some of those movies mm-hmm. like i feel like it might end up having the same kind of reputation as say poltergeist yeah i'll, yeah. I'll say that yeah but the la- last thing i want to say is you know no matter what you think of it big props to ari aster who was the director on this it was his first feature film debut so wow. for his first you know big screen movie great job great yeah, job congrats, bro. and i hope that you enjoy the success give us Give us more stuff, man. Oh, yeah, I agree. Hopefully, the next movie he makes isn't Hereditary Part 2, yeah. and we get another horror movie before that one that's, like, not a part of this. I think he might do it. I think so. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, like, not a, not a sequel or something. Yeah. Or, like, a prequel. That would be the worst if it was a prequel. Oh, my God. I'd be upset. Me, too. So, yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, go check out Hereditary. Um, I'm assuming you have seen it if you're listening to this, so let us know your thoughts your ratings if you agree with us if you don't agree with us i'm actually probably going to assume that a lot of people don't agree with us so yeah, you know what we can have just, a discussion on it i mean let's say rotten tomatoes didn't exist and all these publications didn't exist mm-hmm. how many people without being influenced by social media or these journalists in general would have been like this is fucking amazing mm. i don't think a lot yeah i don't know they, there was a lot I think the hype built it up because it was a gr- it was it was a good movie yeah I'll say it was it, it wasn't it was a very good movie it wasn't like it wasn't, perfect though it, it, it wasn't it's not a pioneer of any kind of movement or anything like yeah it it didn't really do anything super super new that hasn't been used in the past but it did use it super effectively like the the super long build up and then like the crazy the craziness that ensued like once the climax yeah. started yeah. you know that's, that's been done obviously like yeah it wasn't movies what at the end of it like the actual plot wasn't completely new or unique honestly yeah you know? oh there's a demon in the family yeah. and, and like oh we're part of this cult or whatever like yeah. we raised the demon that goes back to like paranormal activity like, yeah even i mean probably way way more stuff even before that but yeah yeah um saying as of recently you know yeah. like yeah so let us know your thoughts on hereditary it's it's the big movie out right now hereditary good not great yeah and i think we'll pretty much leave it off with that so lastly we're coming back to a segment that we missed uh last week unfortunately but is here now and it is the chopping block so this will be a quick one for you guys we recently watched this movie um i I believe on saturday yep um right after hereditary yes it it was my first time actually watching it and i know you had seen it like a long time ago yeah i watched it i think uh last year or the year before okay don't quote me yeah so it wasn't like completely fresh in your mind but no i didn't remember much it's uh, a victor garcia's the damned from 2013 you can find this one on netflix and uh it's still pretty pretty up there like in trending on horror i I always scroll by it but i never watched it until this past weekend and yeah uh, i had to show him yeah you 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 told me good things about it and honestly i liked it there was uh there was like a lot of curiosity built up at the beginning because like they're obviously driving somewhere you know the main characters and then the, the water knocks them down and they find the house you know it's never good when you're stranded and you mm-hmm. find the house or when something happens to you and there's a house with this old man and people start exploring they find out he has a little girl locked in the basement they knock him out tie him up and uh you know they think he's like some sort of weirdo you know because he locked his daughter or granddaughter or whatever in the basement yeah and uh after they let her out we find out she's a demon so mm-hmm. she uh yeah well, yeah, we don't want to spoil what happens after that, but basically this little girl is something else or possessed by something else. And so the family, unfortunately, gets trapped in this house because of the storm and because their car is fucked up. Basically, it's it's kind of implied that they were led there, and you find out why later in the movie. But, you know, that kind of stuff is, is super common in horror movies, especially related around, like, this sh- subgenre. 
Yes. But honestly, I like the way that it was put together. Um, you know, it was to the point. I mean, the this, this story really got into it pretty quickly within like the first 20 minutes, half an hour, which I liked. Cinematography wasn't great. I'll say that. Yeah, it wasn't. They were, uh, <laughs> they had a, most of the shots were like, like the head, Very standard. head, head to waist close up shots yeah. of the characters, even when they were talking like. Yeah. There was like there wasn't any creepy panning, you know. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like longer like moving shots. There wasn't any of that, you know. It was just yeah. like it was just like this is going on. Switch to another camera. Switch <laughs> to another camera. I mean, look at this person's face. There, there were like, there were some that was about it. there were some more action packed shots which I liked. Actually, I did really like the cinematography um, in one part later on the movie where um, they're like trying to escape in the car and they like fucking drive into this i don't know lake or something or pond or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. i actually i won't say what happened but i did enjoy the cinematography there so it had its ups and downs mostly downs <laughs> but but that that was not like the, this isn't one of those yeah. uh it was kind of atmospheric because it was a rainy day it was dark mm-hmm. you kind of no not too dark but it was just a gloomy day yeah so you knew like you knew like and it mm-hmm. wasn't this like creepy rundown like guest house or whatever yeah, and they like were, in and they weren't in their native country either so yeah they were in like fucking where were they i think they were either uh, they were somewhere in central america or mexico yeah, i believe so i i don't remember where exactly but like i like the i like the demon mm-hmm. i like the demon's voice i like the fact that uh if you do a certain thing to the demon so basically this basically i'll, I'll give a tiny little spoiler uh this demon can't be killed Mm-hmm. So, I'll say that much. Yeah, yeah. We we want to we don't want to give out more than that. But so it it does add this era of of thrill to it, kind of. Because once it's you learn really, that, it's a really fun horror movie. Like yeah, you can, I agree. it has rewatch value too. You know, it's yeah. not like a really long movie where like, oh, I already sat through this. I know the whole story. There's no mystery to it. Mm-hmm. Like I, you can't just sit down and watch The Woman in Black like, yeah, all these times or like Shutter Island. You know, stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. those have rewatch value, but like like maybe once a year every two yeah every now and then yeah not like every day or every week or whatever yeah like i could watch halloween though like yeah that's that's a totally different movie you know like that's how you feel about that and you know it's just a classic but the damned the damn was cool it's definitely worth a watch so i'm gonna say it's not chopped yeah it's not chopped you should check it out yeah it's 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 fun you know it's entertaining it's pretty standard honestly in almost every aspect but actually i thought that the acting was good um, the special effects were okay. I mean, the CGI was... It wasn't modern, either. It was like a mid-2000s. Like, mm-hmm. that, that was the feel of that, it. That was like, kind of the feel of it. Yeah, I would agree. Like, that's what I really liked about it. Yeah. I think that's what kind of, like... Because nowadays, like, there's like modern movies have, like, a stronger focus on cinematography and, like, mm-hmm. suspense. But, like, this was, like, straight to it. Like, this was, like, yeah. you know, like, the grudge type shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's to the point. Should just, should just start happening and it only escalates that's what i liked about this like yeah I they never they never got to a resolution and everything they did got them deeper and deeper into shit yeah it started somewhere like earlier in the film and it just kept it just kept escalating like you just said yeah i like that a lot because it's kind of the opposite of what happened with hereditary like yeah. it just built and built and built and built and then it was like boom and then it just kept like that entire fucking like intensity throughout the rest of the film so it was kind of it was kind of weird like displacing almost like i don't know you couldn't really read the characters either like, yeah that's what i liked about this like yeah especially once they got like uh damn i don't know i'm not gonna ruin it i'm okay. not gonna ruin it yeah. i'm not gonna ruin it i know i know what you mean though um so i liked it let us know what you think about it if you do decide to, to check it out i recommend it um but with that i think we're probably gonna wrap it up here with episode number 16 again the big story here is hereditary please let us know what you think i opened up a um hashtag on twitter it's a uh, hashtag GD hereditary all one thing so yeah let us know what your thoughts are use that hashtag and uh, you know we love to communicate with you guys on, on social media yep um, and I'd also like to say and I'm gonna post this but you know if anybody has any suggestions on what they want to hear via the cult corner or the chopping block especially since you know that's where we talk about all the like the new horror movies that come out on streaming services or even like on dvd or blu-ray you know if you want to hear something about a particular one before you decide that you want to buy or or check it out um let us know 
You guys got to give me like a good 80s horror movie that I haven't heard of because yeah. I've heard of all of them. Yeah, we could do that for the cult corner. Yeah, that's Great. what I want to do. They could like suggest something like mm-hmm. we could go to the Reddit users or like the like our tweeters, you know, yeah. like, have them like, yo, you guys know any good 80s horror movies? Yeah. For me, it's preferably like slasher or maniac movies, mm-hmm. you know, or like creature movies. Yeah, I like those too. Yeah. Or like the 80s creature movies. I, I like the like, demonic movies. I kind of like the finding the weirder stuff like uh, From Beyond and, and things like that. But yeah, let us know what you guys think. If you have any suggestions, we'll be glad to take them. Other than that, though, I think we're pretty much done. Yes. And we'll see you next week. On Grave Discussion. This has been an SRD production.